Welcome to a place where we're thinking together and thinking deeper about who we are. Where we are and what we do in this world. Welcome to the Philosophy Podcast. Hello, I'm William Fortune, and this is Philosophy. Today, gratitude. From dictionary.com, gratitude is the quality of feeling or being grateful or thankful. There are many reasons that I am grateful today, and thusly why I am doing a podcast on gratitude. There are many uh, opinions that uh, it's all too new agey to have the gratitude thing, to be uh, grateful. But I've taken this from Inc.com. It is no secret that practicing gratitude is a key to success. Some of the world's most successful people swear by it. Oprah says she kept a gratitude journal for 10 years without fail during her ascent to stardom. Entrepreneur Tim Ferriss, who has spent his career studying the habits of top performers, journals about what he's grateful for as part of his morning routine. Even Sir Richard Branson credits an attitude of gratitude for helping him maintain his sense of optimism. I have practiced or have been practicing gratitude in my daily life. It has been difficult to practice gratitude when I've had difficult things happen in my life. I will intersperse throughout this podcast some quotes about gratitude. I spent a year writing down moments of gratitude that I had. I had little pieces of paper that I would write things on and I would put them, fold them, and then place them in a jar. The idea was to keep these notes of gratitude for one year. Then, in the next year, at moments when I was feeling down, having a difficult time, I would reach in and pull out one of the notes. They were dated, and they would state things that I was grateful for. I was grateful for the hug that I got from my kids getting off the bus. I was grateful for a compliment. I was grateful for food on the table. There were so many things to be grateful for, And I found that the more I looked for things to be grateful for, the more things I found. A quote from Melody Beattie. Gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. Here's a little tidbit I pulled from psychologytoday.com. The Benefits of Gratitude Gratitude is an emotion expressing appreciation for what one has, as opposed to, for example, a consumer-driven emphasis on what one wants. Gratitude is getting a great deal of attention as a facet of positive psychology. Studies show that we can deliberately cultivate gratitude and can increase our well-being and happiness by doing so. In addition, gratefulness, and especially expression of it to others, is associated with increased energy, optimism, and empathy. How, how can we practice gratitude in our daily lives? We can have conversations about it. We can journal about it. How would you have a gratitude journal? For those of you who don't have one, uh, who might be thinking about having a gratitude journal, what, what, is, what is a gratitude journal? Get a notebook, a blank notebook. Could be lined, could be unlined. You could sketch things in it, or you can have prompts in it. Sometimes you can write prompts ahead of time, Or for some people, they write prompts ahead of time, and others will have uh, daily prompts that they use. 
some very simple things. You can also go online. I found at bouncebackparroting.com a list of 52 gratitude prompts. Some of the prompts that you can use for your gratitude journal or even just moments in your daily life. What is something that you're looking forward to? What's a possession that makes your life easier? I know for me, the bread machine. I love the bread machine. It's, <laughs> it has saved my butt so many times. Friday night pizza without the bread machine is a very different thing. Think about what it means to be safe and cozy. Close your eyes. Feel yourself safe and cozy. Is that where you are? Is that where you want to be? Have you been there? That's something to be grateful for. What is one thing that you've learned this week? That has multiple levels of, of gratefulness. First of all, you've learned something new. Second of all, you have the ability to learn. I know it seems quite simplistic to find gratitude, and it is. It's there every day. There are expressions of uh, stop and smell the roses. Beauty is all around us. Those are things to be grateful for. If you like roses, if, if you're not allergic to roses, if they don't give you the sneezes, when you see those roses and you see the beauty that's there, that's something to be grateful for. There are others who might not have that. They might only be able to get the smell of the rose. Or they might not appreciate roses at all. And this is not about the things that we don't appreciate and aren't grateful for. This is what we're grateful for. And I really, I, I got ahead of myself in talking about gratitude. And I know that there will be people who will be disappointed that their names aren't on this list. But there are people in my life who have, who have driven me, pushed me, pulled me, inspired me uh, to where I am today. And I'm grateful for those people. I have such gratitude for having those people in my life. And I'm going to do a little roll call here. The little roll call is, these are some magnificent people in my life that I am absolutely grateful for. Eva Fortune, Carl France, Charlie Paul, Master Lu Yi, Christoph Sorochinsky, Boris Verkovsky, Dennis Santasiero, Adriana Warner, Suzanne Toro, Ruth King, Jane Hoops. Of course, I, I can't leave out. Zebulon, Quinlan, Evelina, Gabriella, Little Man, Preston. Each of these people has guided me, helped me, been there for me, shown compassion, empathy, educated, inspired. If you could take a moment and think of the people in your life who have helped you along the way, or people you're grateful for, for bringing you up to another level. That doesn't mean that they helped you. Maybe you helped them. And in helping them, you found a different part of yourself. There are many things to be grateful for. Before I was gluten-free, I was grateful for macaroni and cheese, and pizza, and hoagies, and Philly cheesesteaks, and diner coleslaw. After I learned to read... I became very grateful of books. After I learned to manage my reading problems, I became even more grateful of books. I became grateful of the fact that I could overcome the challenge of not being able to read well. How can this 
take you to a different place? How can my information bring you along? Because I want, I really would like it for some moment that you listening said, I'm grateful for William Fortune. I'm grateful for the Billosophy podcast. Yeah, I know that's a little selfish, but the reason why I do it is to inspire, educate, entertain a little. Maybe I can reach out and help one person. Maybe I can reach out and entertain one person. Maybe that's striving too low, setting the standards too low. But it only takes one. I'm grateful to have that knowledge, that it only takes one. I have said all along in the way I teach, in the way I do, and the way I am in the world, I may never reach greatness. I may never do that thing that gets applauded for its uniqueness or its originality. I also may be the person who inspires the person who finds a cure for cancer. I may be the person who encourages the Nobel Peace Prize winner. I know those are lofty goals, and maybe I should shoot for them myself, but I'm happy. (laughs) I find joy. I find joy in being able to be the support. I, I use the metaphor that not all of us get to be the radio-controlled car. Some of us are the battery. Without the battery, the car doesn't run. Which is more important, having the radio-controlled car or the battery, or both? The battery's important. The motor's important. Sometimes I am the motor. Sometimes I am the car. And sometimes I am the battery. And I'm grateful for that. Gratitude can transform common days into thanksgivings turn routine jobs into joy, and change ordinary opportunities into blessings. William Arthur Ward What is your favorite way to move your body? Is it doing yoga? Do you like to dance? What is your favorite activity to do? Do you like to hike, sit, watch television, read, sing? All these prompts can bring you back to a place of gratitude. Gratitude also can be so helpful in breaking the cycle of fearful thinking. Uh, I don't want to get into diagnosis, but depression, and not a not a clinical depression, but we have life's ups and downs. If, if you imagine your life to be like a roller coaster, there's the climb, where the, the chain is pulling the cars up the track, and some people appreciate that moment. Then there's the top where the first car has gone over the top, the rest of the cars are still coming up and it's not dropping yet. And it's a bit of a a suspense there. Some people appreciate that. Then there's the downslide, going down the the free fall on the other side. Some people love that. Others hate it. And then there's a moment at the bottom where you're no longer dropping and you're moving fast. That moment is a depression. It doesn't have to be a clinical depression. It's part of the cycle of our lives. We have the ups. We have the downs. We have the ups again. We have the top. And we have the bottom. If we didn't have that, our lives would be flatlined. They'd be the same every day, day in, day out. And there are some people who say, oh, that's what I I crave that. I don't want the highs and the lows. 
And yeah, the highs and lows build tension. They are stress points. And we can alleviate those stress points. Whatever that stress point is, if it's the high for you that you don't that stresses you out, if it's the low that stresses you out, if it's the descent that stresses you out, or the ascent that stresses you out, you have ways of handling that. Gratitude is one of those ways. There's one thing that you can be grateful for is acknowledging that you know where you are in that process. I know that I'm on the downslope. I know that I'm on the upswing. Being aware of that, then you can also be aware that since this is not a constant, there will be an end, just like there was a beginning. It's easy to get to a place of, of happiness through gratitude. Gratitude is not only the greatest of virtues, but the parent of all the others. Marcus Tullius Cicero If you've ever found yourself saying, I'm not happy, seek gratitude to make a change. Find a way. Start a gratitude journal or just a gratitude board or write down some of these things that you're grateful for, some of the people that you're grateful for, your life. What is there to be grateful for in your life? There's got to be something. Do you have shoes on your feet? Are you at the beach? Is the sun shining? Is it raining? For each thing in our lives, for each day, for each moment, there is something to be grateful for. There is definitely something to be grateful for. When you sit down to eat, be grateful for the people who grew that food, for the truckers who delivered it to the store, if you're at a restaurant, for the chef who cooked it. There are so many things to be grateful for. You might be disappointed in that snowstorm. Be grateful for the road crew that's cleaning the roads, that's plowing the streets. Be grateful for the person who collects your garbage. Otherwise, it would just accumulate. Be grateful for the police officers who are doing a great job. Be grateful for the people who are making us aware of those who are falling short of the mark. If you're an activist, be grateful for your activism. You may dislike what others are doing. Be grateful that you have a voice and a body in which to do the activism you do. And here's a tough one. Think of someone you're having a difficult time with, a boss, a relative, a coworker, and find one thing to be grateful for that person for. Yeah, that makes it a little difficult. Find one thing to be grateful to the person who is giving you the most difficulty. The idea is not to change that person, but to find that spark in yourself. It's like mining. You have gems and nuggets, and gratitude and gratefulness are some of those gems and nuggets. And once you start mining the gratitude from yourself, you will find that you are a gratitude generator that you do have these nuggets of, of pure love within you. And the love, the pure love that's within you, recognizes the pure love that's in the world. And it seeks that love. It seeks more love. Happiness cannot be traveled to, owned, earned, worn, or consumed. Happiness is the spiritual experience of living every minute with love, grace, and gratitude. Dennis Waitley
Think of someone who's no longer with us, who's no longer living, just as there's a reason to be sad that they're no longer around, and there's a reason to be grateful that that person was in your life. The memory of that person is something to be grateful for. The memories you created together are something to be grateful for. Are you at work? There's something to be grateful for. It may be a job that you don't like, but you have work, and you are able to work, and that work gives you a paycheck for the work that you do, of course, and that paycheck covers some of the bills that you need to cover. may not cover all. Hopefully it does. And if it does, be grateful for that. If you're listening to this, be grateful that you have a device in which to listen, that your ears are working properly. There are others who can't listen to this, who may have to ingest it a different way, reading it or otherwise. There are other ways to generate the gratitude. Choose three people in your day to say thank you to. Find a reason to say thank you to as many people as possible. That'll get old pretty quick. So find other ways to say thank you to someone. Try another language. Find something that maybe that person would appreciate. What is the best part of your day? As I close up on this, this podcast of gratitude, I think a very important thing to remember is to be grateful for you. In our gratitude, it's quite often that we are thankful that someone has given something to us, that someone has done something for us. Sometimes the thing that that person gives is themselves, is showing up, being there. Something I've begun to do a lot more often is to say to people that are important to me, to say to people that have helped me, to say to people that smiled and gave me something to work through or work on in the day, smiled and gave me a smile. I have gotten into the habit of saying, thank you for you. And I've said that to people who have actually uh, gotten in my way, purposefully done things to knock me down, push me back, slow me down. And it infuriates them because they're expecting the unkindness that they've meted out or meted out to be returned to them. And I say thank you for you for making me stronger, for helping me become stronger, to help me stay focused on my kindness and love. Who is someone who's really helped you this week? Who is someone that you've never met that you are grateful for? You'll hear me say this name quite a bit, because he inspired me wonderfully. Jeffrey Holder. I really wish that I had gotten a chance to meet him while he was alive. And the more I learn about him, the more I wish I'd gotten to meet him. I lived in Manhattan while he lived over in Brooklyn, and I never got a chance to meet the guy. Yeah, really close. And I'm thankful for what he's done, who he was. And I hope that I get to meet his children or the people that he inspired and let them know that that ripple that he created in the world resonated with me. Pretend that you are writing a thank you card to yourself. What are three things that you can thank yourself for? Who is someone you would like to send a thank you card to and why? Now, take it a step farther. Go ahead and write that thank you card and send it. No, don't send an email. Anyone can send an email. Take the time 
to write a thank you note or a thank you card, take the time to write the address on the envelope, to put a stamp on that envelope and drop it in a mailbox. Before we go, pause right now. Take a pause and think of five things you are grateful for at this moment. Right now, you might look around, see the room that you're in. There's a clock on the wall. You know what time it is, the desk in front of you. Just pause and take a moment and think of five things you're grateful for. And I encourage you to do that each day. The practice of gratitude strengthens gratitude. The practice of gratitude strengthens love. The practice of love and loving, very different than passion, the practice of love and loving is what will change the world. And each of you listening out there has the ability to be that change agent. I have the ability to be that change agent in the world. Don't get frustrated with the, the silliness and the pettiness and the, the unkind words and gestures and the harmfulness of some of the stuff that's going on in the world today. Strengthen your love through gratitude. Share your love through gratitude. You may not have to change the world if you change yourself. Because when you change, everything that affects you and that you affect, everything that interacts with you and that you interact with will have to respond to those changes, will have to react to those changes. Continue to move through this world, through this universe, with love and gratitude. And we will make a difference. I am grateful for Earspoon for giving me a platform for this podcast. I am grateful for you for listening. This is Philosophy, and I'm William Fortune. Go forward with passion and purpose. to the philosophy podcast keep checking in as we will be regularly releasing new episodes